0: Listening to the Miracle Word Podcast, we believe that the Word of God gives you the power to experience never-ending increase in every area. If you're ready for revelation that will take you to the next level, you're in the right place. Here's your host, evangelist, author, and founder of Miracle Word University, Ted Shuttlesworth, Jr. Here we go. Um, I'm going to give you today seven keys that I believe are going to make... Uh, the best year of 2022 you know and I didn't mean to have so many but like as I kept thinking of stuff I kept getting a number to keep going so (laughs) we got seven keys I'm gonna try to wrap this up and not take too long on it but I really feel like if we get these seven keys and we get them all together It really is. And like I said this the other day, don't get that whole like, oh, well, she's saying this is another, this is going to be the best year. And, you know, everyone says that at the beginning of every year. But the thing is, don't throw that away and be like, it's so just typical for the Christian cliche. It's so typical to say every year should be better than the year before every day should be better than the day before every month should be better than the month before so you know for us to say hey here's a, here's steps to make this year your best year then absolutely that that's what it's going to be because the kingdom of god is all about increase and going forward favor to favor grace to grace i mean we 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 we're not you know slowly climbing this ladder we're we're rapidly we're skipping steps here. And so I believe that that when we press in and get into these seven uh, ways of, of how we can conduct ourselves and what we need to do in this year, I believe it's going to set the tone to make this one of our best years. You know, I have such an excitement inside of me. It's so funny because it's like I have part of the vision of what God uh, is showing me, but I don't have it all, but I have an excitement. It's almost like I don't know which which way to run yet, but I know that I'm like getting ready to like tie my sneakers real tight because uh, <laughs> God's got some big things coming because we're built for big. What you confess, you'll possess. What you confess, you will possess. Write that. What you confess, you will possess. So, so we're confessing we're built for big we're confessing divine possession is ours, then we're gonna have it. We're gonna have it, we're gonna occupy, we're gonna take ownership of what God has for us this year. As you can see, the world's falling apart. It's literally crumbling at our feet, crumbling at our feet. But we're we're, we're not falling to the wayside. We're not struggling, we're not broken. We're whole in the name of Jesus in every area of our life in relationship, in healing. We have wholeness in our mind, in our heart, in, in our confession. There's nothing missing and nothing broken in our life, in Jesus' name. So what you can confess you will possess here in 2022. All right, seven keys to make 2022 your best year. Number one, we've got to desire excuse me, we've got to desire the word, the things of God, the word of God. We've got to have a craving for it. We've got to desire, uh, like a longing, Uh, like I can't live without ingesting the word of God. To make this year one of your best years, it's time that we, I mean like, like, like never before you know and I could have said this last year at some point you know hey like never before get in the Word of God but every year every day every second it needs to be said get a desire for the Word of God a desire for the Word of God it says in Jeremiah 29 13 if you look for me wholeheartedly you will find me we don't have to say God where are you in this situation I need you, why are you not showing up? If you simply look for him, you're gonna find him wholeheartedly. It says in Psalm 1, one of my favorite chapters of Psalm, it says, oh the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. That word delight there, is also desire, but those who desire, desire the law of the Lord, desire to honor and obey Him, desire to do what's right, desire to live differently, desire to stand out, desire to speak the word only, desire to to work the works of God that He's called us to do, desire to live by faith. For a desire... And then when you have that, when you meditate on it day and night, it tells you, when you have that desire, you become like a tree planted along the river bank, bearing fruit each season. When you desire the word of God, he's going to give you revelation. That revelation is going to turn into manifestation in your life. We all want to see what we're believing for come to pass. We all want to tangible. We all want to hold. We all want to have. We all want to possess what God has for us. So we're going to have to desire the word like never before. Like when you wake up, that's going to be what you go to first before, you know, all your social media things or your breakfast or not. I'm not saying you have to give up breakfast, but I'm just saying like, that's going to be it. Grab your coffee, sit on the couch, you know, bring it to your office. If, you, if you've got to get up in the morning to go, put it on an audio. Have them read you the Bible. But get into the Word. Fill it up. Fill it up in your spirit, man. It says in Jeremiah 15, 16, When I discovered your words, I devoured them. They are my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, O Lord of heaven's army. When I discovered your words, I devoured them ingest, take in, eat. It says in Matthew 5, 6, God blesses those who hunger and thirst for they what? Will be filled. Will be filled. Okay, it's not like a question like, hey, my people down there are are going after it. They're hungry. They're thirsty. They're saying, I want you, God. I want more of you, God. Fill me up, God. And he's looking down going, "Mm, I don't think they want it bad enough. Nope. As soon as you start, to desire the word, go after it, get it into your spirit man like never before. When, when something becomes yours and you possess it, people can't take it away, okay? Like the, the Bible says, you know, in order to override the strong man, you have to bind up the strong man. But if you're the strong man and, and you're, you're really strong, then they're not. someone's just not going to come in and overpower you. They're not going to take it from you. It's inside of you. It's your possession. You know, no one's going to come and try to take my kids without dying a terrible death. <laughs> my daughter's laughing in the background. <laughs> they're not. That's my possession. My children are my children. And I'm not letting go of them. And that's how we have to look at the word of God. That word of God is mine. What he says in there is mine. I desire it. I'm strong in the Lord. I'm taking control of it. My hair is touching. I'm taking control of it, and I'm going after it and what God has for me. And nothing can take it—not the devil, not a bad report, not someone with doubt and unbelief, not 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 anything. That's what we have to get our mindset. When you desire the word, He's going to fill you, and you're going to take it. You're like a capsule with a lock on it. Throw away the key. All right. That's number 1, desire the word and the things of God. Number 2, learn. Now, this is something that, you know, I've taught on before with with your mind and your mindset and your thoughts, but we're going to have to learn decision making in 2022. We're going to have to learn to stick with a decision. We're going I mean it, that can be a hard one because Lots of times we want to go by what we see rather than our faith. It's much easier to go by what we see in the natural. You know, you got to be real tough to see things in the spirit and stick with it, especially when you, when you see really bad stuff. You know, when you see someone who's uh, struggling and you see, or, or they're fighting off sickness and disease, and you see the outside appearance, you see the natural part of what's going on. You got to have, you know, you got to be tough and you got to have your spiritual eyes on and and, and other decisions we're making in life, even natural ones. If you're moving, where do I go? What job do I take? You know, we got to learn our decisions have to stick and we have to make it plain. We got to write down some stuff that we want for 2022 that we're going to take possession of and we're going to learn our decision making. It says in Habakkuk uh, 2, it says, then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently so it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. So we got to take a vision. We got to take a goal. We got to take some steps of faith. God's calling you guys higher. God's calling us to do great. God's built us for big. So how do we take those steps? There's some decisions we're gonna have to write down and some goals, and we're gonna have to learn to leave it alone. Leave it alone. It's gonna stretch our faith this year. It's going to stretch our faith and you're going to feel sore in some places, just like when you work muscles you don't normally work and you're stretching muscles that you, you know, you're starting back at the gym after the 21 day fast and you haven't used them for three weeks. And now we're getting ready to start up again, you know, to work out routines. You're going to feel it, but that's just like faith. When you want to go to the next level, you're going to have to stretch your faith and you're going to feel it. But we're going to have a year of our decision making is going to be in a firm foundation. We're not going to be rocky like it says in James 1.6. We're not going to be that wave that it says. You're going to get nothing from me, the Lord said. I'm not answering you. I'm not dealing. God doesn't like that roller coaster, roller coaster feel either. I don't like that roller coaster feel. I mean, know people, you know, even sometimes ourselves, we're up and down, up and down. He doesn't like that. He's not a God of chaos. He's not unstable in any of his ways. And so when, when, when there's, uh, there's no stability in our decision-making, he says, uh, I'm not dealing with that. I'm not answering it. You're not going to get it. So James 1.6, we're not waves. We're rocks. We are not waves of the ocean. We are rocks built on a solid foundation that will not be moved that will not be destroyed and will not bow. So we're rocks, okay? Think of it, we're not waves because we want our answers. We want what we're believing for to come to pass. So in 2022, to make this one of your best years, you're gonna have to get into the word of God like never before, a new desire, a new hunger. Like I can't live without it. If I don't go after it, I notice it. And number two, our decision-making our decision-making is gonna to have to be solid. We're not waves, we're rocks. We are not waves, we're rocks, all right? Number three, we're gonna learn how to ask. We're, this is what we've been doing in this time of, of, <clears throat> excuse me, 21 days of prayer and fasting. We're not only coming to the Lord and bragging on him telling Him how majestic He is, telling Him how uh, magnificent and powerful and there's no other God like Him. But in our time of prayer we're also asking the Lord for things. We're also praying for this nation. We're asking you know God to move through this nation, to change things, to, to, to change the hearts of men and women. We're asking God for some big things in this nation. We're asking God for big things in our own life. And so this is a time we have to learn to ask. And and with asking comes being persistent. You know, everyone knows the story in Luke, in uh, Luke 11, where it says knock and what? It says knock once, right? N- no, it says knock and keep on knocking. I mean, just knock away. Knock, 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 knock until your knuckles hurt and you have to switch hands. Keep on knocking. Uh, Verse 9, and so I tell you, keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. And so we have to learn how to ask and be persistent. If you go over to Luke 18, the story of um, the, the widow, uh, the persistent widow, the parable of the persistent widow, it always cracks me up because she's standing there before the judge. And, <laughs> and, the, and, and um, the answer is, this woman is driving me crazy. I always crack up because I'm thinking, you know, God loves us so much, but He probably is like, all right, that person. I wonder if God ever says, like, that person's getting on my nerves. <laughs> I'm sure He does. Uh, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant requests wearing me out, I'm gonna see that she gets her answer. Why? Because she's wearing me out with her constant requests. So this is not a year to, you know, like I said at the beginning, do your prayer requests in 2021. I'm, I'm sorry, Ugh. 2022. <laughs> it's still like odd to me to say that. I have to like think before I say 2022 because the last year went so fast. Um, that our prayer requests are done after these 21 days. No, we're going to take this three weeks, but we're just going on with it. We're prayer requests. Our, our fasting doesn't have to end. You should fast more throughout the year. Seeking God throughout the year. Prayer requests throughout the year. Make your petition known. So this is a year we're going to learn how to ask. You know, I always say this. I'm, I am... Uh, I'm not a cheap person but I'm always like one that I, I get excited about deals and I'm always looking for there's a, there's always a better and a best way to do things and so I always you know I always joke with Tiffany and Jenna and I'm always like hey listen if you don't ask you don't know so I mean like I ask I ask stuff all the time. I'm always like, when we travel and we rent houses and stuff for the team, I'll find some really incredible stuff. And and sometimes I'm like, I don't, I don't like that price. <laughs> just how I feel. I don't like that price for the week that I'm there. So I will just contact people. And this is what I always tell everyone. I'm like, you ask, and what's going to happen? Like, we're still going to preach. We're still going on this trip, we're still going to do what God's called us to do, whether, but, but why not? It's God's money. I feel like why not be wise with it? I've, I've been in places where the, the week would have been $10,000 to stay at the house. And I said, Hey, listen, I'll give you 3,500. I'll send it right now. Would you accept that? And there's people that, Sure. Send it over right now. Just make sure there's no parties or weddings. And I'm always like, no, we're there, you know, for business, whatever. And, and, and I'm like, look, to me, that's wisdom of, with God's money. We are able. And because I ask. And so I'm always like, you know what? I ask about everything. I, I do. Because I'm like, the worst thing is I'm still going to do it. The worst thing is they say no. It doesn't stop. You know, it doesn't stop us. It doesn't stop me from doing anything, even in my own personal life. It's just, hey, you know, I think, hey, I, I've got the favor of God. Why not ask? I'll get, I'll get favor answers. And so that's how you have to think. You have to make sure you you've learned this year how to ask and not give up. Be persistent with what you uh, are want from God. Be persistent. You're making your list. You're making your goals. You're making this is what I want to see this year, Lord. Have a vision board. This is what I want to see. And so you got to be persistent. Get the check mark. <laughs> That's done. God answered this. I stepped into this. And so <laughs> Jennifer said, my hubby does that too. I used to get annoyed. Now I'm like, hey, it works sometimes. Because they say no, whatever. I'm still, I'm still going. I'm still coming. We're still preaching. But, you know, uh, I'm, all, I'm all about that. Hey, I got favor. I'm going to ask. And so we have to learn to ask in 2022 and not give up. Be persistent. It's said in Luke 11, the door will always be open. I'll always hear you, I'll always answer. And so that's what we have to remember. Don't be timid, don't think, well, I don't deserve that or God's too busy, he's worried about other people. That's not, a, that's not really a, a, a big deal, it's not like, you know, I I need a major healing in my body. I I just need to know, you know, Lord, this job opening is opening for me, and I I would like to step into it. It's been a desire of mine. And so, you know, we won't ask because we think that's not a big deal. We'll just think it's, it's, it's nothing. So everything that you're doing in life, step into asking God. Learn this year to ask so you can possess. You know, you're not going to know what's out there. You're not going to know what, what's available to you if you're not asking. All right. So number three, we're learning to ask. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, Do not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. We will reap a harvest, a blessing if we don't give up. So we're not going to give up. We're going to learn to ask. And we're going to learn to follow through with it. We're going to learn to be persistent. We're going to learn to keep knocking. We're going to learn to keep praising. We're going to learn to, to make sure that we're, we, just like I, I taught a couple weeks ago, we're not going to let go until God blesses us, like Jacob did when he wrestled with the angel. We're going to learn to be persistent. We're, I spoke on, on Monday morning. We're built tough. God, God built us tough. An army. We're, an, we're, we're considered an army of God. People in the army are not weak, pathetic pansies. People in an army are strong. They're on the forefront. They know what they're doing. They've been trained. And that's us. We're built tough. So we're going to be persistent. We're going to follow through and see in this year what divine possession God has for us. I I know big things already for the first six months of this year is going to blow people's minds. Because we're built tough Big. We're built big. And to have the best year, we're going to be faithful and persistent in our asking. We're not giving up. We're not letting go. All right. Uh, And the last verse I have for that, 1 Corinthians 15 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, steadfast, immovable. Okay. There it is. Immovable always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor is not vain. So your prayer time, your calling out to him, your tears, your laughs, what you do for him, what you push through is not labored in vain. You're going to get what you're believing for. Keep on asking. All right. So the next one, is perfect after asking. People have such a hard time with this, but you know what? It is part of our covenant. It's part of our covenant. So when you ask, okay, what's going to happen when you get something? We're going to have to take this year (coughs) and learn how to receive. People have such a hard time with this. Listen, I admit when I was in my early 20s, and uh, really stepping into the blessings of God and really getting uh, that message down of uh, just like, you know, stuff coming into your life when it wasn't a holiday, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like somebody giving you something, it's somebody walking by, someone saying, I'm thinking of you. Like all of that started the transition into my life in the 20s and it really got me to a place of learning how to receive and understanding that is the other part of my covenant. There's giving and receiving. Think of the circle and giving, receiving. They, they go hand in hand. You can't say, I'm so generous, I'm a giver, I'm a giver, I'm a giver. And then when things, you know, cause you're giving to get. We, whatever you th- think about giving, at the end of the day, you're giving to get. Okay. Same with our breath and our lungs. You give a breath to take a breath. You give a breath to take a breath. It's what you need, okay, to survive. So when you're giving and receiving, it goes hand in hand. You're giving, expecting the Lord to receive something back. And so this year, we have to learn the receive. Not one thing should you push away, a- a- and the whole like, oh no, no, I can't. I just can't. Oh, no, that's okay. Like, that that irritates me when people do that to no end. And more so with Christians, because it's like, you realize, like, you've sowed for these things to happen, and the Lord has spoken to me to give it to you. So you should say thank you. Like, you should live every day in expectation that something's coming your way. Every day in expectation that something is coming your way. You have to learn this year we're not gonna sit here and pray for God to do build things. Oh Lord, I'm built for big. I'm built for big. Divine possession is mine. Divine possession, ownership. I'm taking ownership, whether it be health in my body or I'm. I'm believing for a home this year for my family. And then, like when it comes, you know, to you, you're like, oh no, I really, I really don't think, you know, it somewhat you know, so-and-so just came to me and they said, I wanna buy this for you. And I was like, I don't know about that. I, I don't feel like, you know. No, you, don't, don't put a wet blanket on your confession. Don't, you know, I'm, I'm here at the beginning of the broadcast saying what you confess, you'll possess. So you're confessing, you're sewing, and then you're getting ready to possess it. And then you're like, oh no, I can't take that Lord. I can't do it, oh, to your friend, oh, no, no, no. No, that's okay. Thanks for thinking of me. Um, thanks for wanting to buy me a pair of shoes, but no, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. But that, that's, that is a mindset that we're gonna have to break this year. We're gonna have to break it. Um, in Revelation 5.12, the verse that my children uh, uh, confess every night before bed just goes to show you that we have to receive. We have to, we have to learn to receive because of what God did for us on the cross. He's given us stuff. So, you know, we do that. We, we do that to God by saying, uh, you know, he says, I died on the cross. I took stripes on my back. I took a beating so you can live in divine health. But, oh, no, no, no. It's flu season and, I'm, you know, we're, gonna, we're just going to get it and it, it's just going to be it. Or, you know, co- COVID, it, the numbers, the numbers, the, the, it, we're running rampant and, you know, it just, it's just going to be my time soon and we'll get it over with. No, that's a slap in the face to your heavenly father. Same for, for, for what he died on the cross for. So you don't have to live in anxiety and fear and turmoil caused by unbelievers. Revelation 5, 12 says, then I, or I'll start with 11, then I'll go to 12. Then I looked again and I heard the voices of thousands and millions of angels. I mean, this is what they're saying and singing. And, and angels don't even understand what we get to experience. They're, 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 they don't even understand, but listen to what they're saying. We should be praising him more than the angels. For what he did for us. It says, uh, angels around the throne and of the living beings and the elders and they sang in a mighty chorus. Worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered to receive power. That, that's for you. You are to be strong. You are to have power. To receive riches. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to be wealthy on this earth. With wealth, you'll do great things for the kingdom. With wealth, you'll be able to obey the Bible, give to people, give to the poor, take care of widows, feed the hungry. That's what you will do with money. That's what you will do. Money is not evil. Money is a necessity for us in this world as Christians. He wants you to be rich. He died and became poor so you could be rich. Not just with uh, supernatural things, with material blessing. Material blessing. Uh, And wisdom. So you can receive wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. We're going to learn to receive. When people give to you this year, just accept it. And be so thankful. You know, there's going to be things that come into your life that you didn't even pray for, that someone was wa- blessed you with. You know, you might not need a new car, but someone says, hey, I felt to give this to you. Not everything that comes into your life is something that, like, you need that way. There are going to be things that God's going to bless you with that you need. Yes, he will take care of your needs. But he's also going to take care of things that you just like. I don't need a cow, I wanted a cow. There's things that I have in life that I don't need, but it's because he's blessing me for living righteously, for living right standing, for being a giver. It's the blessings of God on my life. It's what he died for. So, so, so don't look at it like that, like, well, I, was, I, I, I didn't need this, you know, somebody blessed me with new, uh, uh, new furniture. You know, couches and stuff. And someone gave me a TV. Some, You know, someone blessed me with all this material stuff. I didn't need it. I already have one. That's not the point. You're getting it because you're a giver. So learn to be a receiver. Because if you're a giver, it can't help but things come into your life. You can't help but reap a harvest. And so we're going to learn to receive. Receive when people give. We're not going to reject it. We're going to take it. This is a year of divine possession. If you have trouble receiving, then you're going to have, ha- have trouble with your confession of divine possession. It's just, you're going to, you're, you're crossing it out. We're you, not, I'm taking ownership this year. And then when stuff's given to you, you're like, mm, I couldn't. No, thank you. You know, so don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Learn to receive this year. This is a big year for all of us. We're receiving big. If we're confessing we're built for big, that means big things are going to happen and big things are coming into our life. So we're going to take the confession of divine possession and we're going to run with it and we're going to receive everything God has for us. Everything, spiritually and materially, we're receiving it all. So 2022, we're going to learn how to receive. Number five, we're going to learn how to see We're gonna learn how to see things in the spirit. We're gonna learn how to see. That's what we gotta learn. This year, it's time. We're not going into February with the same eyes that we came out of in 2021. We're not. We're not taking old years. We're not taking 2019. We're not taking 2020. We're not taking 21. We're not bringing that vision into this new year. We're not. This, this last, you know, this past three weeks of prayer and fasting, I believe and pray. I mean, that was, I always ask the Lord at the beginning of a fast, like, what is it for me that you have as a word for me? Like, I want a word, Lord. I want a word. What is something that's going to stick with me in my spirit for this year? And he gave me, out um, of Joshua, where the two spies went, into the land and what they came back and saw. And I realized that this word for for me, and I believe it's for you too, is we gotta see different in 2022 to possess a divine possession. I mean, a divine possession is not like, hey, we can go and we're gonna get it off the shelf. It's, you know, it's marked down, it's on sale. That's not a divine possession. A divine possession is a mighty miracle of God couldn't do it without him, he's gonna get all the glory, everything points to him. In order to have that divine possession, we're gonna have to learn how to see differently in in 2022. We're gonna have to adjust our vision. We're gonna have to adjust our vision. So learn to see. In 2 Kings Kings, um, 6, in 2nd Kings 6 this is where um, Elisha and uh, the king of Aram and he became upset and they were going to go out and attack Elisha and uh, 2nd Kings 6 8 through 17 I'm gonna read real quick um, with the Armenians when the king of Aram was at war with Israel he would confer with his officers and say we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place But immediately Elisha, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, do not go near that place for the Armenians are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place uh, indicated by the man of God. Time and again Elisha warned the king so that he would be on alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this. He called his officers together and demanded, which one of you is a traitor? Who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It's not us, my lord, the king, one of the officers said. Elisha, the prophet in Israel, tells the king of Israel, even the word you speak in the privacy of your bedroom. Go and find out where he is, the king commanded, so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back. Elisha is at Dothan. So, one night, the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went out, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. "'Oh, sir, what will we do now?' the young man cried to Elisha. "'Don't be afraid,' Elisha told him, for there are more on our side, then on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O oh Lord, open his eyes and let him see. So he's looking in the natural, and in the natural, he's sur- they're surrounded by an army. Then Elisha says, Lord, open his eyes. Now his eyes were already open, but we're talking about his spiritual eyes. He said, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. When he then looked up, he saw the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. We have to look through the eyes of our master. If you have servant eyes, we're gonna be looking in the natural. You gotta look through the eyes of the master. When he did that and Elisha said look up, open his eyes Lord, he looked and saw that he w- they were surrounded and there was more on their side more on their side than what was gonna attack them. So, and then if you continue to read, the army was blinded, they brought them to a whole other city, then their eyes were open. So it's important what we see in 2022. If we're built for greatness, which we are, and built for being big, and built to take divine possession, you can't take divine possession until you see it what are you gonna take if you don't see it you've got to get the vision of god the vision of your spiritual eyes open so in 2022 we're gonna learn how to see how can you see yourself can you see yourself healed is there a major battle in your body right now and you don't look it you don't feel it but how can you see yourself can you see yourself in total wholeness What about you if you're watching and you feel like, I'm trying to have kids. I can't have kids. Get the vision of you being a parent. Get the vision of your children. Get get that in your eyes. When you have a vision, you can write it on the tablet of your heart and your faith has something to latch onto. What is it you're believing God for? That we got to take a moment. What can you see? What can you see? If we focus on circumstances around us, problems, bad reports, that's right. Leslie says, I see myself victorious. That's right. Leslie sees herself winning every battle that comes into her life. So what you wanna be, you're gonna see. What you wanna be, you're gonna see. What you are gonna hold, you're gonna see. What you're gonna hold, you're gonna see. see. That, that, that's how your supernatural eyes are going to work in 2022. You got to see it. When, when I moved into this house that we're going, that, that we live in now, that God bless us with supernatural story, but not to get into it. I saw it. I saw us in it. It was like, I was above the house looking in like a, uh, one of those snow globes and I could see my furniture in there. I mean, I could just see like my kids walking around in the hallway, I could see it. It Wasn't even mine. Didn't even have a contract on it. Wasn't even, none of that had happened yet. But I saw it. Once I saw it, our pastor said, when you put your heart on something, it's yours. I saw it, put my heart on it, and now we're living in it almost three years. And so you got to have your supernatural eyesight on in this year. If we're going to take possession of big things, and in a divine way, it's not just a cookie cutter thing off the shelf, we have to see it. We have to see it. We're going we're to take possession and receive God's um, miraculous provision in th- in this year like never before. I just know it. I know it. All right, number six, to make this year your best year, you're speaking. You're speaking. We get caught up and our speaking uh, ends up being wrong. We'll take take, um, situations around us. We'll take situations. That's right, Mary. I see my son completely healed. I see him speaking for the first time and never stopping from there. Speaking the word of God to the world. And in Jesus' name, touch her son. Touch her son loose his lips, make his tongue and his, his vocal cords and his mind connect the way it's supposed to in the mighty name of Jesus for Mary's son, that Lord, just the way you created us to operate, her son is going to operate in the mighty name of Jesus. And so our speaking has to line up with the word of God. And the word of God says that uh, it won't return void. And some people say, well, I've said stuff and I haven't seen it come yet. Well, one, we're going to say persistent, like I talked about. But two, are we speaking the word of God? It says his word won't return void. Are we speaking a made-up word? Are Are we... Do we have doubt and unbelief twisted in what our confession is? Are we changing our doctrine based on what we see in the natural, sometimes with our own life or somebody else? You know, you've known people that are battling something, you've known people that have gone to be with the Lord and they they were great Christians and they lived by faith and now you're like, oh my gosh, Lord, what's going on? But we have to keep completely focused and not let that mess up our speaking, not let that mess up our speech. Not it, it can't. We have to be the rock. That's what I'm saying. We have to be the rock no matter what's going on around us, no matter you know, our emotions get tied to people and situations, but that does not change the stance of the Lord and the word of God. We have to remember that. We have to remember that. We have to be the rock, not the wave like I said at the beginning. And so speaking in Mark 11 it tells us to have the God kind of faith. Have faith in God. I tell you that you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. See, your heart is a key player in this game here. No doubt in our heart. Um, I tell you, you can pray for anything but if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. So our, our, our action here, we're believing and then we're speaking. The Bible says in Second Corinthians 4.13, um, I believe, therefore I speak. So if your believing's wrong, your confession's going to be wrong. We have to believe what the Word of God says, not situations around us, not bad bad doctrine comes out of situations. You know, you got the struggle message, God wants to teach you a lesson, so he's got to put you through something so you can love him better and know him greater, and so that's how that happens. Or or people change their views on healing because they know somebody who's, you know, a a, a good uh, Christian, uh, knows the word, you know, you've known them to have great faith and they've battled something, they've passed away, they've gone through, you know, situations. So now you're like, well, you know, they, they, they. And so now you kind of change your, your tone on, on healing. And that, that's how things get messed up and skewed is we take situations around us and then we change them. Whereas instead of just taking the word, and I'm not saying that it's always the easiest. It it is hard. It is hard uh, to see people go through things and it is hard uh, with certain situations, so I'm not saying, you know, I've been in that position where it's like, Lord, this isn't right and, and, and I can't figure it out and then that's when I have to stop. And it's not for me to figure out, it's for me to believe the Word of God. And that takes a very mature Christian because there's things. You know that you see and you hear and you know especially being in the ministry you you, you're dealing with a lot of people's situations and you have to be like nope i have to be a rock i have to know what the word of god says no matter what no matter what so stop yourself don't let your speaking get corrupted by a situation don't let your speaking change what you believe in the Word of God. If God said it, that's it. That's it. Don't, that, that's the worst thing that we can do in our Christian walk is try to always try to figure something out and our mind will go there because that's just how our mind is. Our natural mind wants to know why and analyze and figure it out. We have to just speak the Word only. Speak the Word only. Focus on our, our, our life's focus on our walk, focus on going higher, Focus on strengthening our faith, focus on, focusing on possession, possessing what God has for us, and keep that straight. So, speaking, I believed in God, so I spoke. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. I believe it, so I so I speak it. So our speaking in in two thousand and two. no, here I do it again. I just backed up like 20 years. 2022. I'm just going to stop saying years after this year. um, Is our speaking is going to have to just stay completely lined up with the word of God. Especially with all the chaos that's going out, going out uh, in the world. All right. Our last one for today. Seven. I did it. Got through seven. All right. Taking action. Taking action. So we have our desire of the word of God, number one, that we're going to meditate on his word like never before we're going to ingest the word of god we're desiring the things of god we're hungry we're staying hungry we're not just staying hungry in the first 21 days of this year every day of the year we're staying hungrier than we've ever been hungry before for the word of god number two we're going to learn our decision making we're going to learn to make decisions stick with it we're not going to waver we're not a wave we're a rock Our decisions are gonna be stepping stones of our faith to get what God has for us. We're gonna learn to ask. We're gonna learn to be persistent. We're gonna learn to stick with it no matter what. And then we're gonna learn to receive what we're believing God for, what we're being persistent about, we're gonna receive. We're gonna receive what we're asking and we're gonna receive the good things from God that we're not asking for because he loves us and wants to bless us and he knows we have heart's desires. Then we're gonna learn how to see. We're only keeping our supernatural eyesight on. We're not going by anything else. That's our faith eyes. Our natural eyes will deceive us. Our natural eyes will trigger our brain for things that will make us and talk us out of what God has for us. So we're gonna to learn to see. We're gonna to learn to speak. Our speaking's gonna be right, right? Our speaking's gonna be the word of God. We're not gonna take situations and other people's stories and change the word of God and change our belief. Because once our speaking goes wrong and our confession goes wrong, then the word's not coming back to us. We have to speak the word so it cannot return void. And number seven, we're taking action. Faith is an action word. We are taking action. Mark five twenty six. this is the woman with the issue of blood. Okay, she's tried everything in the natural. She spent all her money on doctors. She wasn't getting better. She was an outcast. Okay, so what was her action step? You know, Ted's always preaching on um, John one, and uh, he's always talking about uh, how the Word, you know, became became flesh. And then there was a, a word before we had a problem. In in John one one, it talks about that. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. And so it goes to show you the Word was made flesh. So when I'm thinking of uh, action, the woman with the issue of blood took action. She, she said, I'm done sitting on the sidelines. I've done everything outside of the Lord. I'm taking action. I'm taking the step forward. And what would she do? she went after and this is how it's going to tie in with number one desiring the word Jesus is the word word made flesh okay taking action here on number seven is she's drawn to the word she's drawn to the word of God she took an action she said listen if I could just touch the word if I could get a hold of the word if I could just be around the word if I could get saturated In the word, I'll be whole. I'll be whole. And so um, she tried to seek everything else. But as Jesus was made flesh, she tried other uh, methods. But now that's what we're going to do in 2022. We're taking action steps. We are going to touch the hem of his garment. We're going to be made whole. We're going to live by faith. We're going for plan A. There's never a plan B, C, D, and so on. Only living by plan A. Our action is going to be what, how we hold the possession of our manifestation. It says in Deuteronomy 1.8, Look, I'm giving all of this land to you. Go in and occupy it, for it is the land the Lord swore to give you to your ancestors Abraham Isaac Jacob into all their descendants. What is it you want this year? I've asked that throughout because we all sometimes if we don't get asked that question, we tend to not know even know where to write it down or or, or, or get a vision board or see what it is. But the he said I've, g- I've given it to you. You're confessing divine possession. I've given you the land. Go now and occupy it. There's our action. We need to go now And occupy it. We set these 21 days of prayer and fasting aside. We've set this aside, and I feel like you know we've had a little bit of our downtime, uh, our prayer and fasting time. We're getting ready to end, but now He's saying, "I've given you the land. I've given you these things that you're believing me for. Now go and occupy." If we're talking about possession this year, we're talking about going and occupying. What God has for us. He said it's yours, but you're going to have to what? Go. You're going to have to take an action. Get up and go. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she had to go and she went to the Word. She went to Jesus. She had to move. She had to go. We're going to have to take action this year. And to get the possessions that we're asking for, to get the ownership that we're going for. We're not taking old years into this new year. We've left it. We left the problems from 2021, December 31st. We left the world's issues from 2020. I mean like, stop taking the world's mess from the last two years and dragging it in. Nobody should still be uh, concerned with this stupid virus. Nobody should be wearing a mask anymore. Nobody, nobody, it does nothing. It's just a stupid reminder every time I see it of the 2020 fear, nobody should be wearing one. Nobody, nobody. I mean, if you're like extremely old, that was like normal in nursing homes, that's fine. But I mean, just the average person sitting in church, going to the grocery store, like nobody should be wearing one. It irks me because it's a reminder of the stupid fear that they instilled on this world. It does nothing for you. It's just a security blanket for your face at this point. Be free from it. Be free from it. This is the kind of stuff. Don't take old issues from past years as reminders. That kind of stuff reminds you. It keeps you connected to the past. You think, oh, it's just a mask. No, it's a connection to the past. There's people that you shouldn't be hanging out with. Break it off. We're not taking old things that are gonna trip you up into the beginning of the year. That's a connection to your past, that kind of stuff. See what you're doing today that's keeping you connected to the past. We're not pulling in. We can't take a a possession of stuff and occupy the land and I want the new and I want the fresh if we got anything coming over, anything coming over that's gonna remind us of our past. We're cutting it now in the name of Jesus. We're not taking old things into a new year so if that's you let's stop it today let's end it today we're done with it there's no reminders of what this world system has to to be like what we need to be like we're cutting it off in the name of Jesus Isaiah 43 18 and 19 I'm gonna leave you with this before we pray but forget all that but forget all that it says it is nothing compared to what I'm going to do For I am about to do something new. See, he's telling you again, see, but you got to have your supernatural eyes on for that. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? He's asking you. He wants to make sure, because you need to open your eyes there. He's saying, see, and then he's saying, do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So that's it. We are cutting off the old. We're not bringing that garbage into the new year because we got stuff that we got to see. Something new, something fresh, divine possession, miracles from heaven is ours in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you that you've given us a, a roadmap to our life. Thank you that this word is alive and powerful. It will destroy the works of the enemy. It makes us walk victoriously. It gives us favor. It puts us head and shoulders above the rest, above the world. With this word, Lord, that we're going after like never before. We're going after you. You are the word made flesh. We're going after you. And with you, it becomes our DNA. Our DNA is not to fail. Our DNA is not to struggle. Our DNA is not to be defeated and to walk uh, hopelessly and helplessly around this world our DNA is to be strong and mighty in the Lord our DNA is to is to fight off the works of this enemy our DNA puts a fortress around us the blood of Jesus died so we don't have to be sick we don't have to live in fear we don't have to go through turmoil we don't have to go through disease and poverty you died for us Lord we're so thankful that that DNA rests inside of us we've become new creatures The old things have passed away. Just like you said in Isaiah, forget all of that. It's nothing compared for what you are about to do in the mighty name of Jesus. We know you, Lord. We know your nature. You are our good heavenly father. And because we know who you are, you will cause us to do great and mighty exploits in 2022. Our speaking's gonna be right. Our believing's gonna be right. Our receiving's gonna be on point. We're gonna have a desire for the Word of God like never before, and we're going after it. This, this, we're, we're, we're drawing a line in the sand. This victory tribe is drawing a line in the sand. You've made us mighty, you've made us strong, and we're built for big. We're not taking the devil's crap. We're, not, we're leaving it. There's a boundary line around our home. There's a boundary line around our work. There's a boundary line around our kids and around our family. The devil can't mess with my kids. The devil can't mess with your kids. The devil can't mess with your family, with your nieces, your nephews, your, your parents, your grandparents, your friends. We're drawing a line in the sand. We're calling in salvation. We're calling those that don't know Our God, like we know, for the Holy Spirit to infiltrate their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm not taking the devil's mess. I'm rejecting it. We have all power over the enemy. Lord, thank you as we continue on this fast, that you continue to speak to us. You continue to download to our spirit. You continue to answer prayers. Answer prayers for your people. They're calling out to you, Lord. Your word says in Isaiah 65, 24, before they call, I will answer. Thank you, Lord, for there are many things that are still needing people needing answers for and they're going to see it for they're gonna hold a mighty testimony in their hand before the fast is over and before the year is over. This is a different year. We're looking different, we're talking different, we're walking different, we're receiving different. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen, amen, amen. I receive it, I pray you receive it. This is it, I am charged, I'm ready to go. I am excited for what God has for us, excited for what God has for you. It excites me. Your testimonies, I'm I'm praising the Lord through the house. Like we are this together, victory tribe. This is it. Uh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for being with me today. Tonight, uh, Ted's gonna be back on at nine o'clock. It's day 19, listen. Stick with it. Grab a juice, get some broth. You got a couple more days. It's going to be phenomenal. We're ending on a high. Make sure that you got your uh, communion elements for Saturday. We're going to be back here at nine o'clock communion with you. Get your prayer requests in. It's miracleword.com forward slash prayer, and you can get your prayer requests in, and we're going to print them out, and we're going to we're going to pray. We're, we're, we're going to watch together, and we're going to all attach our faith. We're going to get a bulldog tenacity faith, all of us, in unity and the strength behind it because we're built big, we're receiving big, and the blessings of God. Don't forget, check out everything we have. Go to our website, just miracleword.com. You're gonna see everything on there. You're gonna see the youth podcast that we have for your students. You're gonna see everything we have for Miracle Word kids that your kids can be a part of. Free videos, free Bible studies. Um, We've got tons of stuff. Get our app. If you haven't received or downloaded our Miracle Word app, it's free. You have 24-7 preaching on there. You have access to the kids' department. You have access to the youth department. You have access to, um, you know, getting in contact with us for prayer requests. You have access to uh, videos, lives, YouTube videos, blogs. I mean, it's like endless supply of the dose of God that you can have. There's no excuse of I can't find something, I can't learn something. Um, Ted has over 600 podcasts. Okay, that's a lot of podcasts. He talks a lot, he does. And so he has over 600 podcasts. There's so many topics. I, on the other hand, I have a lot. I just don't know how many I have. <laughs> I just happen to know because I had to send, send one to somebody yesterday and I saw the number and I was like, over 600 podcasts. <laughs> he also has been doing it probably since like 2016. But uh, you know, there's so many topics. There's nothing that you can't find that we haven't done already. So get the free app. Make sure you get the free app. Um, Before I go, I'm going to have you uh, sow a seed. I want you to prayerfully consider partnering with Miracle Word. The The Victory Tribe, partner with what we're doing. Partner to see the lost come to Christ. Partner with what we're doing on the road. Partner with... Uh, feed the hungry. We're feeding kids every day, three meals a day. All of that's on our website. You can read about it under the partner tab. When you partner with us, there's different tiers of what you're giving, what you'll get with the ministry. Read about it, check it out. I had someone last night during the fast wrote me, and they said, "Please send me your partner link." The Lord told me that I'm supposed to be connected with you, that there's major fruit coming out of your ministry, and 20, uh, 2022 is my year to connect with you. I sent her the information. God is calling you to stand with us. We appreciate it. We love you. Be a part of what we're doing. There's ways to give on the bottom of the screen. When you give this month, if you're giving $85, uh, we're going to send you uh, the book by... Uh, Lester uh, Summerall, The Adventuring with Christ. That's for any seat of $85 or more. If you're giving uh, $250 or more, we're gonna be giving you Adventuring with Christ and the book, How We Got the Bible. Uh, Make sure for any of those offers, you're going to miracleword.com forward slash offer. You will not get the books just by giving. You have to just go to that form to say that you gave and that you want those books. Um, and if you're giving $1,000 or more this month, we have the new NET Bible, we switched it up this year that we're giving to you, a new uh, NET study Bible along with the two other books for your seed of $1,000 or more. And then we also have what we call the Elite Box at $5,000 or more, you're going to get all of Ted's favorite books A study collection of books and Bibles in a in a a really nice keepsake box that you're gonna get sent to your house. Um, So that's if you're doing five thousand dollars or more, uh, and you can in, in that you don't have to claim once once you give that. It's seen in the office, and we'll get that box out to you. But thank you. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for standing financially with us. We love you like family. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back tonight at 9 o'clock. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.